Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Donkey Connects, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. So, this episode is going to be a little bit different than any previous episode because him and I are actually recording remote. Um, we we were are able not to s- together tonight. Yeah, we were able to set up a remote recording setup. Um, so, if there's a little bit more of a pause between us talking, um, it's because we are remote. But we're going to try and do this our best. Uh, if it works out, we'll continue to do this. If not, we'll have to figure out our schedule. Um, we are going to be kind of changing how we're putting out episodes. Uh, we had a conversation about um, the the way the content should be coming exactly. out. We're going to do a little bit more. Um, we're going to centralize the way we used to do it, which is you know one big recap episode, kind of going over everything that happens in the week of wrestling. And then um, the idea is to maybe throw two episodes a month where we kind of just go over things that, you know, we want to talk about. Yeah. You know, a certain wrestler not getting a push, a certain wrestler who shouldn't be getting a push. Yeah. Um, top 10 lists, stuff like and that. And we're going so, to start pushing out a lot more content surrounded around these specific episodes, recapping the episode. So it's kind of like you get one episode, but you get a bunch of content throughout the week about that one episode rather than you get an episode and three days later you get another long episode you have to sit through. It's going to be one good-sized episode. I'm thinking between 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how much there is to talk about. Yep. And then content throughout the week to carry you over. Yeah, content to kind of tease you about what's going to be coming up in the episode. So exactly. we're going to be recording typically on a Saturday, and what that means is that we're going to be able to watch every All the wrestling of yeah. everything. So yeah, that so. doesn't just include... Um, you know, Raw, AEW, NXT, and SmackDown. That that includes main event. That includes UK, um, two or five UK, live impact. Exactly, impact. Um, and we'll be able to kind of tease you guys about different things that are happening, and it'll give you guys an opportunity in, to interact in, with us. Yeah, and don't think it it's going to be a full long recap, step by step of everything. It's going to be what important notes in different storylines going on in professional wrestling happened this week. It's going to be almost a this week in wrestling. Yes. Um, but this episode. After that long one intro. Yeah, but after we, uh, this episode, we are going to be finally recapping TLC, which, Dave, you had an opinion about TLC. Best WWE pay-per-view start to finish in 10 years, period. I can agree with that start to finish. There are definitely pay-per-views that can touch it. Based on the quality of a few matches, one yeah, that I moments. think of is WrestleMania 30. Yes, with Daniel Bryan winning yeah. his championships at the end. Yeah, and well, him tapping were... out Triple H to begin the show. Mm-hmm. So those yeah, big there are notes. moments that that could step up to what this TLC pay per view was, but from start to finish, and I'm not just talking about the start of the pay per view. I'm talking about at the pre show. Yeah, the pre show. Everything match. that led up was just like they did not miss a single beat. No, they this... had the pulse of what they needed to do with this pay-per-view. And my goodness, everything from again with the pre-show match, we're going to talk about it, but spoiler, the heels left Sami Zayn by himself in the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Everybody's just sick of his shit. That's the problem. It, it, it's great. I'm happy that they're done with him because it's 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 frust- It's not frustrating, but it's like this guy has been 
you you call it chicken shit. He's a chicken shit heel, and yep. he doesn't just piss off faces. He pisses off heels too. And yes, he exactly. finally like gets when his he come first up came and, back. Yeah, he finally like, gets his comeuppance tonight, leading into a a Intercontinental Championship match Friday at SmackDown on Christmas with Big E. With Big E because Big E because Big E was the, the one that pinball. pinned. Him. Yeah. Yep. Um, and and again to to go back like you were saying about Chicken Shit Heel who just doesn't endear himself to anybody. Just think about the fact that when he returned with uh, Nakamura and Cesaro, that kind of like little off-putting segment that you know now oh yeah that was an awkward awkward segment as a you know lifetime and long-term invested fan of what the wwe product is you can go back and be like yeah look at that it does make sense that cesaro and shinsuke nakamura just left them in the ring and baron corbin just hates the guy so Mm -hmm. that's why he left them in the ring so Sami Zayn was left in there basically in a four-on-one handicap match and the guy who should be getting the push coming into 2021 is Big E. They're going to put the secondary title on him. Fingers crossed, I hope. And what ends up happening is, you know, that propels him into the position where he could then relinquish that title to another heel that may be up and coming to then have him make a push against Roman Reigns and put him in that universal title picture. I don't know if it's WrestleMania. No. Maybe, maybe no, SummerSlam. I, I think but, WrestleMania is a little bit early for that yeah because i wouldn't want to see him just be a transitional champion i'd like to see him hold the intercontinental title for two, a little bit two three months yeah maybe even drop it to jay uso who knows i you know i wouldn't be against that that'd be good to yeah, see the whole family with titles well whole yes, family jimmy's not back yet but yeah um but yeah i agree with that moving on to the so, actual yep, card um show opens with aj versus drew Oh. Holy crap! Oh man, and I love the uh, the little element of I was sitting there watching the match, and I was thinking to myself, I was thinking out, you know, out loud. I'm like, you know, the Miz should just cash in and make this a triple threat match. So I and was, I was, boom. I was saying something very similar, thinking that okay, the only way with how they're booking Miz to legitimately pick up the title would be to cash in tonight and win the belt. Well, they cashed him in, and he still lost. Which Yes, yes, because McIntyre has got a rocket in it. Uh, on he's his got back, a rocket on his ass. Firing him. Yeah, firing him to the moon, man. And, and you know who I think the only person that will take that belt off of him? Brock Lesnar. I don't know if Lesnar's going to return to face him. If anything, Lesnar... Lesnar Reigns has a uh, has a good Lesnar Reigns has it. a good twist to it because because Heyman. Heyman's involved. Yes, so um, it, that I, would be I, almost a CM I, Punk uh, Lesnar thing when that happened when Punk yeah. was swerved by Heyman onto Lesnar. I, I would like to see Sheamus and him get into a good feud. I That's would love I to see. see that too. Would Sheamus? Do I want Sheamus it, to hold the belt? Yeah, I don't. Do I see it staying long if he does? No, because I mean, if I was going to call out anybody, just kind of throwing it out there, he's back in WWE, and uh, you know he wanted to be the first UK World Heavyweight Champion, but things didn't work out. You know, bad news Barrett against Drew. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I would think I would think he would more so be in the NXT or NXT UK division. Um, well, no, because I feel had like he their little, fits. They've had their little Twitter stuff. That's why. Okay, 
because I was saying he kind of fits that brawler, grungy kind of style more so because you have Bad News Barrett, which was a showpiece, but Wade Barrett, who is he, what he is right now, um, is more of a gritty brawler kind of fighter. So I kind of feel like he fits that NXT mold a little more. Okay, makes sense. But yeah, this this match was incredible. Um, yeah, there was so many good bumps in this match. AJ Styles was selling the crap out of everything. Almost AJ got involved. AJ Styles put the ragdolls himself. Yeah, the Miz got put through a table. Uh, Morrison hit almost with a with a chair that basically splintered into pieces. It was yeah, incredible, that was dude. incredible. incredible. Um, but the right ne- guy wins. Yeah. Uh, Drew retains the belt. Um, yep. And then gets put into, we'll get to this on Saturday, but gets into this stupid freaking six man street fight that wasn't oh, a street on Monday fight. Night. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, it was just a regular match for whatever. For reason, the first was 90% it of it. it. Yeah, it was booked into a street fight. Whatever. It was stupid. Um, the next match was the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Sasha Banks and Carmella. <sighs> Again, I'll tell you something right now. Carmella was the biggest pleasant surprise on this entire paper. I'll agree with that because I wouldn't expect this kind of performance out of Carmella. No, no, she's never really shown it. I mean, she's good in the ring, but one super, super, super tight. The way that she was like just commanding, the way she was moving in the ring, the way her and um. Sasha Banks with like having their back and forth offense and two her submission hold looks devastating oh the code of silence yes it's it's basically a triangle with her legs which yeah yikes that no thank you but of course Sasha comes out on top with the bank statement I'm fine with it that's fine totally cool um yep that's going to continue their uh, their feud down the line a little bit because I don't think this is the yeah. last time they're going to meet for the belts. No, I don't think it's the last time they're going to meet for the belts, but I think Sasha's going to move on to bigger and better things, maybe uh, another feud um, in the horizon with somebody else on the uh, SmackDown roster. Yeah. Uh, next because match. Because the thing is, is Sasha, oh. Sasha, was, Sasha was almost playing a face and a heel at the same time in this match. Yeah. We all know that Carmella was the heel, oh. but we know that Sasha Sasha can flip it on a dime. Yeah. So if you really think about it, you know, depending on what happens with this whole Bailey and uh um Bianca Belair stuff, yeah. You know, that could be your next uh your next women's program on SmackDown. Uh Belair versus Banks? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that. I think that would be I think that'd be a good build going into the Mania. Mhm. Um I'll have my opinion Belair. on that when we get to uh, Royal Rumble, but yeah, because Be- Belair wins the Royal Rumble. In my opinion, this that's show. what I'm thinking is Belair wins the Rumble and challenges Banks for the title at Mania, and yep. wins it at Mania. But that's just that's just my opinion. Next <laughs> it match seems to be both our opinions. Uh, yeah. Uh, next match, New Day Hurt Business. Oh, this again, match, right team went over. Like, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. again, it's so odd to watch and. and Again, not to foreshadow our our episode coming out on Saturday, but like, how do you have the pulse on Sunday night during this pay per view and then completely drop the ball again on Monday? Like, how does that happen? I'll be like, real with you. My goodness, this was su- first of all such a good match. Uh, Kofi Kingston apparently lost a couple of teeth in this he match did. too, or a couple of so, teeth chipped because I don't think he lost yeah. full teeth. 
But he almost like, had the Cesaro just, treatment from a few years ago. Brutal, brutal, brutal match. They were stiff. Um, I love the uh, the nuances about how they were trying to team up against Cedric Alexander to start the match, and Cedric was kind of lost in what was happening. Then he kind of gets like the hot tag into um, Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin's holding the fourth down for a little bit. Then faces get a little bit of a run. The heels ended up holding it off. And then Cedric tags I himself in that. and gives the lumbar check and wins the match. Yeah, I love it because it's that loose cannon character that Cedric Alexander has been, and it yep. fits. And I was thinking, if the New Day retained, it would have been because Cedric's loose cannon got out of control. But he was able to keep it in control, get the lumbar check after the hot, or not the hot tag, but get the tag in, steal the tag. The blind tag, yep. And get the victory. Yeah. Which they celebrated. The the best part about it is Cedric Alexander was on Instagram all day Mm -hmm. talking about how he was going to be winning those championship belts, getting his hair did, getting, uh, getting his lift in, you know, getting swole, having his gains, eating. Like, it was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible the way he was. And, you know, kudos to the Hurt Business now holding essentially two major championships on the Raw brand right now with Bobby Lashley and with uh, um, uh, Shelton the Hurt Business Man. Tag Team. Yeah. Next match was another tag team match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending their titles against Asuka and her mystery opponent, the returning... Partner, you mean? Our mystery partner, yes. The returning Charlotte Flair. Why didn't either of us think about that? We named so many different wrestlers, we did not name Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Um, because here's my thought is I thought Charlotte Flair was going to return as a feuding opponent for Oscar as a heel against, uh, well, I understand they're still going to feud, but as a heel against Oscar immediately Mm -hmm. as a heel, not that she's going to turn on her down the road. I thought it was going to be an immediate heel return, um, Mm -hmm. after the rumble when, are, so the the week after, so the second Monday after the Rumble is kind of what I was thinking. It's because Belair's okay. going to win the Rumble. She's going to announce that she's facing Sasha. So that means Oscar's going to come out the next week. Say I don't have an opponent. No one's ready for Oscar. That's when Charlotte comes back. That's when my thought was going. Okay. Um. All in all, though, there's three things I have to say that really kept this match and the elements of this match good. One, the Billy K backstage promo before. Oh, the match. she's great. She's so much she's fun. She's great. She's so much fun. I still don't understand why they broke up the iconics, but I like Billy K's character as a solo act. So Two. so here's the thing. Oh, go ahead. The everyone was saying that um Vince was so hot on Peyton Royce. That was the reason. I know. I know. And Billy K's really getting the push. Anything. I know she is. She it's well, insane. she's not in matches and anything, but she's getting the more important screen time. Yeah, because, again, we'll talk about Monday Night Raw when we talk about it on Saturday, but Peyton Royce, again, was just kind of cannon fodder and not not enjoyable. Yeah. Um, the second thing that really invested me in this match is the, is the, again, interweaving story arc. You have Nia Jax standing there like, oh, my God, Charlotte Flair's back. I really thought I took her out. You know, that whole element of what's going on. And then number three is the actual finish of the match. Charlotte Flair... And Oscar working in a tandem, and it was Shayna Baszler who tapped, not pinned. 
Oh no, I'm sorry. She was pinned. I'm sorry. Yes, pinned with the natural selection. Mm-hmm. Like Charlotte gets the visual pinfall over Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge. Because Shayna Baszler, I think, could be in the line. Should be in the line to be facing Oscar again for the women's title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she should be the next one to face her, leading into Rumble. But they're tied up in this tag feud, so I think there's going to be a rematch, and then there's going to be a singles bout between then and Mania, which could lead to the main not a main event, but the the Raw women's between Charlotte and Asuka at Mania. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Next oh. match, Reigns-Owens. Wow. In my opinion, match of the night. Match, match of, the, of night. the night. Match of the night. Um, I, I just couldn't believe. The brutality. Word I was going to use. Of this Absolutely. match. Holy shit. Dude, there was... There was the spine buster, uh, oh back body drop. God, that Kevin Owens went on the, on the A frame of the ladder mm-hmm. after he had been power bombed onto the ladder already. Oh man, like, and what is it with Roman Reigns? He likes to punch people in the dick. Yeah, there was another low blow. Like, another low blow to make sure he retained his title. Um, I love the elements of how Owens came out on fire in this match. He was dominating the beginning of this match. Jay Uso came out, couldn't stop him. Jay Uso came out a second time, couldn't stop him. Jay mm-hmm. Uso came out a third time, and that was eventually when it just became too much because the match had already went twenty plus minutes at that point. I thought and, with how this match oh. started that it was going to be a quick match. No, this match went like twenty five. Yeah, this was a great match too. And what three times Owens had his hand physically on the belt? Yeah. He oh. almost took the belt off of the the hook. Yes, three times, at least twice, at least twice. He started I think pulling one time the velcro he, on one of them. Yes, yes, he did. Oh man, the elements, the story elements of this match were so good. And I know you and I differ on this about what's happening on SmackDown again. I ha- I haven't read any of the spoilers, and I don't want to. I'm not a spoilers guy, but. You and I differ with the idea of the cage match on SmackDown. I yeah. like it because it makes it a true one-on-one match. And I know people get in the cages and blah, 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 blah. And they and they slam the door on the person on the outside so this way they can't escape. But yeah. I like the idea because that's what a cage is supposed to be. Like that was the original design of what a steel cage match was. It was to keep everybody else out so this way that you can have a true one-on-one match Co- between two people. And they could just if I'm brutalize wrong. each other. But the original steel cage had a roof, correct, or no? No, 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 no. No, Hell in a Cell was the first one with a roof. Okay. Unless you count that weird um, WCW cage that was like the three stages of hell or something like that. No, that's not what I was thinking. Um, Okay. I'm I'm thinking the original War Games cell had a roof. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, because they didn't have all these. From WCW and WA. Yeah, all these flippy doodah spots off the top. Yeah, everything was basically confined to the ring and maybe the top rope and stuff yeah. like that. All right. Um, this was just so well, yeah, so well booked. Was, oh my god, so, so well like choreographed. These guys did such a great job. Roman Reigns was such a good shit heel in this match. Um, Kevin Owens was that 
oh man, you wanted him to win that belt. And there were times you were standing there like, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna let him win it. They're gonna let him take the belt off of Reigns. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my so, God. You're sitting there at the edge of your seat Kevin, actually believing that it was going to happen. Kevin Owens, back when he was in ROH and PWG and everything, was known as Kevin Steen. You know how mm-hmm. there's this fight Owens fight motto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Steen's was kill, Steen, kill. Oh, man. This almost gave me the same kind of feel where he's this brutal fighter. Yeah. Never he say was. die attitude. He was. It was truly, truly the match of the night. And that's saying a lot because the opening match was really good. The The pre-show match was really good. Tag matches were really match. good. Both tag matches were really good. The women's championship match was really good. I mean... Across the board, start to finish, this was a this was an easy A pay per view. Oh yeah, easy, definitely easy. And, and and the main event, not even. Oh my god! First of all, the main event was only announced on Wednesday. Yeah, because this was supposed to just be a grudge match. Then all of a sudden, it became a Firefly Funhouse Inferno match. And you're thinking, you're like, what do you mean an Inferno match? Like they're gonna do one of them stupid rings of fire around the you know, around the ring like they've done in the Kane match before mm-hmm. or in the in another Wyatt match that he had with Kane and stuff like that. And they Kane had the, the one with Edge and Mankind. Yeah, those seem to always be, you know, the uh, the Inferno matches. And they're kind of hard to watch because there's so much flames actually physically around the ring. And no, dude, the entire Thunderdome was on fire. Mm-hmm. And it was summoned by The Fiend. Yeah. That's the thing. Because the, there were all the these... Fiend all these... Hit the... Stern, like Sterno tubes and all this stuff and all these like tiki torch whatever things and it's and it's like i've went back now and i've rewatched that match four times okay oh my god randy Orton, yeah dude it it mesmerized me okay randy orton did not hit a single piece of legitimate wrestling moves that held the fiend down think about it okay Mm -hmm. the match starts with the Fiend and him facing off, and Orton comes in, runs in, and punches him, Fiend laughs. Orton runs in again and punches him, Fiend laughs. Comes in, kicks him, the Fiend starts growling. Goes for the RKO, gets pushed into the corner, the Fiend's controlling the match the rest of the time. Completely controlling the match the rest of the time. Yeah, Randy Orton hits a drop kick. Randy Orton hits that little bend over backbreaker that he did. The Fiend no-sold. Both those things popped up in less than two seconds, okay? Mm-hmm. Then the Fiend hits the sister Abigail. Then he looks into the the steady cam and does that roar and all the flames start coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Randy Orton is completely out of his element at that point. He does not know what to do. He is running around like a scared little kid. He's trying to get back in the ring. The Fiend's pulling him out. They're fighting near the fire. He's getting lashed. He's getting thrown into a rocking chair. He's getting thrown into the stairs, into the ring post, almost gets hit with a pickaxe. Randy Orton does not get back into this match until he gets the axe handle and brutalizes the Fiend with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Randy Orton did not hit a single legitimate wrestling move throughout this entire match until he hit the RKO on the Fiend as he was engulfed in flames running back into the ring. Mm-hmm. That is how dominating they made the Fiend in this match, and that is how the Fiend still is able to hold his presence over the rest of the WWE, even though he's technically dead at this point. Randy Orton committed murder on a pay-per-view. Yep. <laughs> like, seriously, he, he murdered a man. He cremated alive Bray yeah. Wyatt the Fiend. Yeah. 
absolutely enthralling. Now, like, my thing is, <sighs> I don't know if it was CGI. I don't know what the hell it was. Oh, it but, was a, it was a it was a dummy swap. No, I understand when he said the body on fire it was a dummy, but when the fiend oh, no, was it, running into the ring on fire, you cannot tell yeah. me Bray Wyatt was not on fire. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was one. He was one hundred percent on fire. But I think that his coat, because if you'll notice, he was only on fire in certain spots. So I almost feel it's like you know, like that um, the tiki torch fluid. Yes. You know how like that burns really like really hot, but then all of a sudden it dissipates really quickly. Yeah. I almost feel like he had some of that on him. Yeah. Like in certain spots, because again, it was only on his calf. It was only on his jacket, but his hair didn't catch. Um, there was things like you know, that you'll notice that didn't really catch on him. Yeah, so and when he landed like, on his back, it all went and, out. Well, he, well, no, he didn't land on his back. He landed on his front. He got hit with the RKO and he stood face down, and then he rolled over on his back. Oh, okay. But it, it it went out when he was on his face. So, it, dude, like I said, the fiend absolutely dominated this match. It took, it took. An axe handle, it took um, a chain, and then it took... Oh, he did hit the draping DDT. But even after he hit the draping DDT, the Fiend still put the mandible claw on Randy Orton. Yeah. Like, again... He he put oh, Randy Orton so in, the, in the rocking chair. And set it and on fire. put lighter fluid all over Randy, all over the chair, and all over the floor, leading... And took a lighter yeah. to it, and yeah. Randy. Well, he didn't just... put it. He didn't put it on Randy. He only put it on the chair. And, okay. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It, like it, it reminded me um, of um, the movie Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like all I could hear is "stuck in the middle with you." Like playing in my head when he was doing that. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh my god, this is this is uh Michael Madsen setting the cop on fire in uh in Reservoir Dogs." Yeah. Oh my god. So good though. Oh god, this pay per view was so TLC good. TLC was what very, great, very good. In my what opinion, a great way to end twenty twenty. Probably show of the year. Uh d- Raw SmackDown show of the year. Yeah. Yes. Raw, Raw SmackDown, Smackdown show, of show, of the year. show of the year. Um. What would you say? Take over thirty or Great American Bash? Both of those were incredible shows. Yeah, they are. We'll have to. We'll have to do. Um, we'll do we'll it. Do th- an end of year show. Yeah, we'll do it like a top five 2020 shows of the year, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think that would probably be the best bet because right now to put me on the spot isn't a good idea. Yeah. So that way we can go back, see what every card was, and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that basically wraps up this episode. I think it went pretty well for the first time. Nice and quick. Room. Yeah. It was um, very nice. It was concise. We got our points across. Exactly. And, um, you know any uh. Any other highlights we have to hit, we'll make sure we follow up with everybody on Saturday. Exactly. So if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns that you want to hear us discuss on Saturday, be sure to hit them down in our comments or hit us up on our social medias at DJ Alden, at Dave the Doink, or at Double Doink Network on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, If you guys liked the show, obviously share, subscribe, and like um, on all your favorite streaming platforms. Um, anything you guys can do helps us out a ton to build the show. So we don't do this just for us. We do it for you guys. So that way you can keep up with everything going on in the wrestling world. If you guys don't have time to actually watch shows, that's why we're here. We're here to kind of break down everything going on in the world of wrestling. So I think that basically wraps everything up. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you.
Doinks out. Doinks out.